0: Welcome to the Boys in the Iceberg, the podcast where we recap Avatar The Last Airbender episode by episode for fans new and old. I'm your host, John Listman, immigration attorney by day, stand-up comic by night, airbender at heart, and I'm joined as always by my co-host.
1: I'm Jeff Miller, TV writer, avid mind wanderer, and aspiring waterbender.
0: We have made it to the day of the Black Sun. Uh, Book three, chapter eleven. Not just the day of the Black Sun, but the eclipse. We are here, part two. Let's, uh, yeah, let's do it. Lots to talk let's about. Do it. Strong feelings. Um, oh yeah. In this one, Saka and Toph attempt to help Ang find the Fire Lord in time for the eclipse, but Azula stalls them, and the eclipse passes before they can find him. Meanwhile, Zuko confronts his father and vows to help Aang defeat him. Ozai attempts to kill his son with lightning, but Zuko redirects it and escapes. Iroh frees himself from jail and disappears. The invasion force is captured while Aang and friends retreat on Appa to the Western Air Temple for safety as Zuko follows on an air balloon. Ah! I I like that end moment very much. Yeah, Uh, it's it's a
1: wonderful end moment.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, the whole Zuko side of this is way better than the Aang side. But you're going to hear about that real soon. Uh, Aang rejoins the invasion force and reveals the whole city has been abandoned, much to the surprise of the gang. Sokka concludes the Fire Lord must have expected the invasion and is likely hiding in a secret underground bunker. After some deliberation, they agree to continue with the invasion. The invasion force will continue toward the palace while Aang, Toph, and Sokka search for Fire Lord Ozai. Whew! So right off the bat, uh, it's a two-parter. This is... uh, I mean, Aang, right not even a split second is lost. It's uh, one of these apps they shouldn't have divided.
1: Yeah, I actually wonder if this was aired in consecutive weeks or if this aired on the same day even.
0: I would hope same day.
1: Yeah. Um, I, okay, so my whole thing here, um, re-watching this episode for the millionth time, I've now decided it's one of my favorite and one of my least favorite episodes of the whole show. Mm-hmm. Um, everything to do with Zuko, which we'll get into, is Favorite. unbelievably amazing, <laughs> Yeah, um, as are most things on the series. And again, here, we have a, a scenario where there's just kind of uncharacteristic stupidity and stubbornness on behalf of these normally very level-headed and strategic characters. You have Sokka and Hakoda like insisting on going forward even after ang comes back and says the whole thing's abandoned like yes they might find the bunker but again the whole eclipse is eight minutes long mm-hmm. that eight minutes has to involve every part of mm-hmm. the curing and like incapacitating yeah everyone including the fire lord so unless you have a way of like preventing firebending by handcuffs or whatever once you apprehend these guys i just I don't see the wisdom in this.
0: I eat eight, Yo, that is a great point. Eight minutes is nothing. Even if it was 80 minutes, I don't know if that's enough time to haul them back to the ships. Like it's, it's really nothing. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's like, you know, you got to attack because it's the day and you got this eight minutes advantage. But uh, what, what, what's your plan? Minute nine. Yeah. Maybe I mean, And also no talk of that.
1: No talk of that. You think about how long it took them. Yes, they were fighting on their way up, but just to get to the just to get to the palace. So not only is the eight minutes going to be up by the time probably they've secured everything, but then they go back. They're gonna have to spend that much time just getting back to their ships. We'll we'll get to the ships later on. Uh it's a little frustrating, but you know, you could see Aang really uh encouraged to keep at it because he just doesn't want to fail the world again
0: mm-hmm. very cool uh so with Toph's help they locate the secret bunker inside a nearby volcano they pass through tunnels of gas and magma until they reach the metal bunker which Toph opens using metal bending they corner a fire nation noble and he tells them where the fire lord chamber is As the eclipse begins, Aang blasts open the door of the chamber and to great surprise finds Azula waiting for them. Azula reveals she's known about the invasion for months and is not surprised to find Aang alive.
1: To add on to that summary, after she says that, Aang and everyone go like, (gasps) they gasp as though that's unheard of or or unimaginable. Yeah. I don't know. Let's start from the top here and then we'll get to that. I
0: I feel like, okay, well, just that was like done for a commercial break effect. It feels like, uh, fair enough to the top. Um, tough. Uh, well, before tough, I just want to say events unfolded very, very, very quickly. Um, they were just kind of outside and there was a moment, there was a conversation where it's like, is it a trap? Uh, whether, I think Katara argued briefly that they should retreat, uh, and then like a nanosecond later, they are riding on Aang's glider over lava. Like, wee. It was... Uh...
1: Well, Qatar. yeah, outside, that was before they went there. Got it. Yeah. Um, and she had said, you know, should we pull back? And Hakoda and Sokka were like, no, we've come this far. If there's a chance, we have to keep going. Yeah. Um, or, you know, I think that he left it up to them, but uh, it's just, again, these guys with their strategy and all this month, all these months of planning... The entire invasion relied on the element of surprise yeah. and they lost that. So even though like, you know, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like, well, we've come this far as, you know, ugh, I I'm, I'm trying to think of an example. Okay. It's like going to your favorite restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. That's a little far away and you get there and you find out that the only thing on the menu that you loved is gone. Mm there are other decent places nearby to just go eat and it's not the end of the world. If you go back another time and yet you decide, screw it, we're here already. We're just going to spend the same amount of money, if not more on something different that we did. not I don't know. It's just like,
0: yeah. but we're not just yeah. talking money here. We're talking.
1: Yeah. Saving well, the world.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I know. Uh, no, but so like, <laughs> I, but I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah. yeah that was well, okay. Well even maybe a, a questionable episode Still has awesome moments. Toph using her uh, abilities to first uh, look underneath the mountain and see a network of tunnels uh, just, just to fully understand the, you instantly have a blueprint of the bunker Mm -hmm. and then uh, to get there by metal bending uh, is just sick. Absolutely.
1: One of them. Not only that, but she's able to point out which direction in the tunnels to go, you know, which ends are dead ends and which aren't. So this is kind of a, a labyrinth of sorts. Um, so you also wonder, man, if they just had Toph at the Cave of Two Lovers, that would have been a that would have been mm. a breeze. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's able to help with that, and and I love how they give you know Sokka chances to remind everyone how wonderful it is that Toph has joined the group, and it sure is wonderful. Yeah.
0: Um, and then, and uh, yeah,
1: just her ability to use metal bending mm. again. It's y- yeah, I guess. You know, it's funny, even though we, we saw it earlier on, Azula ended up expecting you're your not being surprised, you'd think that this is still a, 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 an impossible place to get to if you're not a firebender. Mm. Um, and the fact that, you know, even with Aang, a lot of those obstacles wouldn't have been able to be overcome without Toph. Mm. Um, That's true. So it's it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Well, we've certainly seen harder. them overcome some master fire vendors before. So, uh, but yeah, that that moment—it's like what Azula's in the bunker. Oh, yeah. uh, what? It's it's uh, no Ang. Uh, well, it why not? <laughs> you should have thought this one through.
1: Yeah, it's uh you know we've been talking about it pretty much since the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Um. And the end of last season, She's, mm-hmm. she had control of the Dai Li. She had infiltrated that organization. You were communicating your plans for a day of Black Sun with all of the you know, military bossing say Se had to offer. Mm-hmm. That includes the Dai Li. Or yeah. even if it didn't include the Dai Li, their whole job was to essentially be the eyes and ears across mm-hmm. the whole city. That includes any military strategy. Yeah. So uh, why wouldn't she think it would get back to her?
0: The Daili knows when you go to the bathroom and when you sleep.
1: I mean, like, it's some surveillance-level uh, mm-hmm. stuff.
0: So, uh, meanwhile, Zuko enters the chamber where his father is hiding. He approaches Ozai and explains he is there to tell the truth. Amused, Ozai dismisses his guards. Zuko explains it was Azula who supposedly killed the Avatar in Ba Sing Se, not him. Ozai wonders why she would lie, and Zuko reveals the Avatar is still alive and probably leading the invasion. Outraged upon hearing this news, Ozai orders his son to leave. Zuko refuses. Ozai threatens Zuko for his disobedience, but the latter pulls out his swords and demands his powerless father sit and listen. Yes, Zuko, finally. Facing Ozai.
1: Um, this is amazing. I mean, this must be, you know, anybody who'd ever been abused as a child or had to face any sort of, you know, child abuse, especially from a parent, you know, this is probably what they'd fantasize about just being able to confront that parent when that parent is vulnerable and pretty much powerless and with no option, but to hear them out and not react.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and it is a really wonderful moment for Zuko here to get.
0: Dude, it's such a wonderful moment and it's uh, each one of these revelations, I mean he, he has, I, I know I counted because uh, we're gonna go back and forth in this conversation. There's like seven big revelations here. <laughs> uh, first, Azula took down the avatar. So So first off, the fact that one, Azula is doing something with the credit, two, the Avatar is leading the invasion. So there's an invasion happening now, as in right now, being led by the Avatar. Uh, and that's it for now. Because uh, the rest are coming The up. Avatar's
1: yeah. alive.
0: Right. And the Avatar's alive. So, I mean, that's two and one. I mean, that's three. Um, yeah. I mean, e- each of those could have been like uh, just a, a, a landscape shifting. Uh, the whole episode could have focused on what any one of those. And uh, it just well, makes this big revelation so huge like, like, in so many ways, what's happening with Zuko and Ozai.
1: Yeah, I think the fact that he's leading the invasion is significant. Um, but the fact that there is an invasion, I don't think is that significant. Because if they weren't expecting something, why would he be in this bunker?
0: Maybe it's just um, standard eclipse procedure. <laughs> That's a good I, You know, yeah. it, you I, know I, what? I don't know Ooh. that, but it's it's plausible. It's a good I, yeah, <laughs> But
1: there's a moment up ahead where some things happen with Fire Nation soldiers. So you also, well, that doesn't necessarily mean, like, just because they don't know, doesn't mean the people who should know, didn't know. Mm. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I love it. Big. I love that uh, Zuko is a, a master swordsman and a master bender, while, you know, Ozai for all his strength does not have uh, training in any sort of weapon.
1: And that he, is it's yeah. magnificent.
0: It's like you really have the upper hand for the first time in your life. And uh, he finally has no choice but to listen for eight minutes. Oh my God. See, eight minutes works so good for the Zuko stuff and it works so <laughs> whack for the Aang stuff. It's a
1: long ass conversation. Right,
0: yeah. but, but like, dude, that's a, lot needed, yeah. a yeah. lot needed to be said. Yeah, a lot needed to be said.
1: You know, that that's a great point and it is such a power move. Because Zuko, you know, this guy had been just overbearing and kind of dominating everyone around him because his firebending outmatched everything with, you know, in in anyone. Um, We learn later he's also a lightning bender, so it's not like anybody has anything he doesn't except maybe Mm -hmm. blue fire. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, the fact that Zuko, you know, in this moment he assumes everyone else in the, you know, whose fire nation is also powerless, doesn't even acknowledge the, uh, you know, the idea that, oh, right, you can master a weapon and not be a bender and still be valuable and significant. Um, Mm -hmm. And here's Zuko saying, this had nothing to do with you or, you know, the genes you gave me, this is everything to do with what I learned on my own apart from you. Oh yeah. Um, Which is pretty cool.
0: I mean, what a, (laughs) the moment we've been waiting for. Elsewhere, Azula refuses to tell Aang, Sokka, and Toph her father's location. Toph's lie-detecting ability proves ineffective on Azula as two daily agents, whom the princess brought back from Ba Sing Se, drop from the ceiling to protect her as Aang and Toph attack. The invasion forces start to take the capital city as all the firebenders surrender at their loss of power So it's So it's time. I mean, uh, first, first off, uh, the gang has to confront Azula. Who, ooh, the Dai Li, Surprise, surprise! Who would have? Yeah. Who'd have thunk it?
1: Well, before that, you know, Azula's ability to just lie like that without ah. even Toph detecting it um, she, uh, is a pretty cool tool. Yeah. Gotten her.
0: It's extremely cool. I mean, I don't know if it's a tool or confirmation that she's a so theopath, uh, but it's, uh, it's both. It is effective, yes. Uh, that is, yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: It's it's a it's a powerful weapon she can she can wield against mm-hmm. an adversary like Toph. Um, and then the Dai Li, it is an ingenious move on her part, and it again shows. You know, as much as we talk about Sokka or Zuko or Hakoda or whomever being this strategic, you know, this this brilliant strategic mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, for her to realize, hey, we're going to be without our firebending abilities, if we want any shot to kind of have somebody fighting for us, why not it be earthbenders or some other kind of bender? Mm -hmm. And these are really good earthbenders, too. Uh, I would love to know what they've been up to this entire time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, did they just show up for this, you know, like just recently for this occasion? Have have they just been hanging out in this underground area? Um, hmm. did her dad know they were there? Ah. Uh all these questions I wonder.
0: You know, I'm, I'm inclined to believe they she's got two kind of dialys with her at all time. Mm-hmm. And they're just always above <laughs> listening. <laughs> planning the jump down, whatever they do.
1: Um, Well, knowing that they're also actively working against the Earth Kingdom in this effort, I mean, are they just straight up traitors? Hmm. Because they went from trying to conceal the war, that's one one thing altogether, to actively fighting on the other side of it for the Fire Nation.
0: Yeah. I'm actually, uh, like, I think once Azula took that city, she was the rightful you know, mm. uh, even under Earth Kingdom rules of war uh, leader. And uh, she found enough, at least two guys that are really loyal. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Um, Zuko tells his father that all he ever wanted was for Ozai to love him and that he had spent his days in exile trying to please him. He berates Ozai for challenging him to a duel when he was only a child before banishing him from the Fire Nation for simply speaking out of turn. Ozai claims the act was to teach Zuko respect, but the prince retorts it was cruel and wrong. He reveals his belief that the Fire Nation is doing wrong in the world and that they lie to themselves into thinking that they are benefactors, spreading their greatness to other nations. Zuko explains the Fire Nation has a responsibility to bring an era of peace if the world is to survive. Ozai laughs and mocks Zuko. Realizing that his bro- older brother must have influenced him, Zuko proudly agrees.
1: As yay. He should yay, yeah. Finally, this is all Oof. like this is it, man. This is he finally, you know, gets to vent everything mm-hmm. to his dad. Um, well, almost everything. He doesn't quite get to his mom, but mm. uh,
0: almost everything. It's
1: it's such a great moment, and you know, imagine being able to tell a dictator. You know, how do you not see how wrong you are and at least admit that you're a horrible person and stop pretending as though everybody else just loves what we're doing here? Yeah, Um, It's great. So much. Speaking truth to power, man.
0: Uh, (laughs) uh, Some of the lines, I'm not taking orders anymore. The Agni Kai was cruel and wrong. We deserve the hatred of the world. Mm -hmm. And he will free Iroh and beg for forgiveness. Uh, Like, he's finally, from the moment uh, he's in there to the moment he leaves, taking control of his destiny, his life. Uh, It's been a long time coming.
1: From the moment he freed Appa. Mm, This is when this started. And then he (laughs) took a huge setback at the end of book two. And now Zuko's managed to finally come to the you know, right conclusion. And I think everybody rejoices because this really is, you know, this is a two hero series. Um, this, ver- this series very well could have been called The Avatar and the Fire Lord.
0: Yeah. Um, to come from this world, uh, to, to have this brainwashing so early on, to dedicate your life to a cause because of it, and, and to struggle physically emotionally mentally uh i mean in every way and then to finally be able to at least come out as as a person who just wants things to be right it's just unbelievable it's uh i'm excited to see where this goes from here yeah absolutely ah yeah yeah But elsewhere, we got Aang, Sokka, and Toph continue to fight Azula and her deadly agents, both of whom they eventually incapacitate. Though powerless, Azula proves far too agile to take down. Sokka stops Aang and Toph from pursuing Azula any further, realizing she is just baiting them into wasting all their remaining time. As they attempt to leave, Azula taunts Sokka by hinting that she is captured, imprisoned, and possibly tortured Suki, which enrages the warrior. Azula readies to or stab him with a concealed dagger, but Toph senses and promptly disarms her, pinning her against the wall. Sokka seizes Azula and demands that tell him where Suki is. Okay. Strong feelings from Sokka.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, you can't even blame him that much. Uh, But I mean, he was aware
0: that Azula was trying to waste time here.
1: He was aware she was trying to waste time. Um, The way that they take care of the daily agents is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think there's a moment, I don't know if it's here earlier, where she says to Toph, uh, I know you're blind. Um, Oh, and since you can't see, I'll just tell you, I'm rolling my eyes. Uh, Which is like, damn, that's that's cold. mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, it's after... Saka basically says she's just trying to waste time, and then uh, Toph reiterates pretty much yeah. what he said. It's a big moment. Mm. You'd wonder, of course, if Azula, uh, May, and Tai Lee were 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 pretending to be Kyoshi warriors. You know, you don't think that they just sell those. <laughs> and the fact that Saka it never seemed to even cross his mind until this moment mm-hmm. is a little strange. Again, um, mm. but at least now he knows for sure
0: uh a bit on just this this chase sequence i mean I, I, time's running out the gang's a little you know out of sorts uh but just like the action and the pace was really fun and phonetic uh at one point Azula's is like diving and comes like almost within an inch of sokka mm-hmm. like kissing distance and it's like oh, hello. Like, he's almost, yeah. impre- he's impressed in a mm-hmm. way. I could see that. Uh, but, yeah. And then the beating I mean, uh, just...
1: In the uh, Azula plus Tula. Azula uh, plus Tula. <laughs> um, dressed up in, and, you know, rocking the Kyoshi Warrior um, garb, so... Mm. Yes. And now, so, yes, I would, I would say she's not lying about this.
0: Very true, very true. Um, so, speaking... Of uh, prisoners, or no, speaking of Zuko, there's no good seg- Zuko confesses that his uncle, the prisoner, <laughs> was more of a father to him than Ozai had ever been. He plans to free Iroh from his prison and beg for his forgiveness. I think I jumped that one. After Ozai <laughs> continues to mock him, Zuko openly states his intention to join the Avatar and help him stop the Fire Nation. <laughs> yes! Yeah! Ten Ah. exclamation points. Big stars, yes. Um, Unbelievable. This is what we've all been waiting for. Ozai wonders why he would go through such trouble, seeing that the Fire Lord lay powerless before him. Zuko puts his swords away and states he knows his own destiny and that it's Aang's destiny alone to defeat Ozai. Ozai calls him a coward for approaching him when he's powerless. As Zuko departs the chamber, Ozai tries to bait him to staying longer with knowledge of what happened to his mother, six years prior.
1: <gasps> oh my the old,
0: God. The old, well, first, first okay. the revelation or the manipulation. Okay.
1: yeah. Uh, first, first that. Ah. Okay. So we definitely got ahead of ourselves, I think with the last paragraph. I mean, that was just him telling him off, but this is where he's really like, he, he announces to his father in the audience. All right, guys, I am joining. I am going to go try and join team avatar. Um, and defeat you. And to defeat him. Yeah. Yes. And yet he still says, you know, defeating you is the Avatar's job, it's which like, is amazing. Yeah. Um, that's, he's just so like, it's almost like once he came to this conclusion, all his mental gymnastics kind of went out the window and he could just start seeing clearly and thinking clearly. It's almost like this was the way Zuko unlocked his chakras. Mm. And it's like, now I feel confident that if, if things worked out, Zuko would be able to take the, the throne as Fire Lord and would be the perfect person to begin the healing.
0: I mean, he's so open and full uh, up until he hears the word mom, uh, which is just <laughs> the one piece of the Zuko puzzle that he has yeah. not fully mastered uh, so to speak it's just like you know no one's perfect and and even despite this amazing transformation uh uh, just just unbelievable uh there's just enough to make you want to stay and uh it's 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 really amazing Uh,
1: yeah it's you know it's a it's an exact um parallel to azula in the scene earlier um they both know exactly what to use
0: oh yeah they certainly do
1: zuko demands to know what
0: happened and ozai reveals the circumstances regarding the disappearance of princess ursa when ozai mocked the death of luten iroh's son fire lord azulan ordered him to kill zuko as punishment so that he would feel the loss of a child too Ozai admits that he planned to follow through with his father's request, but Ursa discovered his intentions and swore to protect Zuko at any cost. Ozai implies that Ursa arranged Zulon's death so Zuko would be spared and he himself would become Fire Lord. As a result, Ursa was banished for her treason. Zuko realizes his mother may still be alive. Ozai threateningly states that banishment is far too merciful, a penalty for treason, and that Zuko's punishment for betraying the Fire Nation will be far worse. Sensing the end of the eclipse, Ozai lashes out and shoots a powerful bolt of lightning at his son. Zuko catches the lightning and redirects it back toward Ozai, causing an explosion which blasts the Fire Lord into the wall. Zuko quickly escapes the chamber as Ozai seethes with rage.
1: Ah. Oh my goodness.
0: We, we, the, the mother history and the lightning bending counterattack in one breath. God damn. Um, Fans of
1: Zuko, this was your This is Zuko alone, man.
0: Yeah. I, Wonderful. This might trump it. I mean, this is the what we've been waiting for. Not, Significance not the, wise, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, man. So. This horrific history uh, of biblical family murder and, and kings and just thrones being decided. It's ridiculous.
1: Now you can choose to believe everything he says is fact or believe that he's making it all believable by sprinkling in some truth with the lies. Yeah. Um, obviously there's some truth to what happened with his mom doing whatever she could to protect Zuko For sure. and some deal was made. Um, we can't really get too far into it because you really should read the uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the graphic novels about it, fans, if you haven't already.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the this mythology, I, I don't think Orsa was trying to have a Zulan killed. Uh, but what I do believe is that She's banished but alive that, that, that is the real uh vibe
1: be, yeah get
0: yeah, for Oza here I got the eclipse ends and uh lo and behold Oza is quite the lightning bender mm-hmm. uh, but young Zuko is an even stronger lightning die redirector what what uh
1: this was huge anyway. Ah! <laughs> And again, you talk about an earned moment here. We've seen in this episode how how Zuko has completely centered himself and balanced his emotions. He's not angsty. He's not tense. He's not anything. He's curious about his mom, obviously. Mm-hmm. He's at a perfect place to be able to achieve this.
0: Am I correct? That it's a technique Iroh discovered. Are Iro and Zuko the only ones with this technique? Yeah. At least. So that's, I mean, the whole movement, I'll recall, you have to pass through inches away from the heart. If you redirect it an inch wrong, you explode or something, you know, like (laughs) it's, it's really uh, as if lightning bending wasn't enough to redirect it right back at the bender. Uh, And you know what? Ozai seems to because he realizes Zuko is stronger than him. And for the first time, there is a threat. For the first time in a century. Uh, so, for all that this episode lacked in the Aang uh, department, th- this, wh- what it does for the saga Zuko. overall. Zuko
1: did all the damage they needed. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, uh, it's like, fine, this mission failed, but it's doable. Now we can really we'll start figuring out what to do. Well, there's there, a couple there. more
1: epiphanies here. It's yeah. um, like you said. It's Iroh Until Iroh taught Zuko, Iro was the only person who knew. I doubt Iroh was talking to Ozai about how cool this. No, 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 no. Yeah. So Ozai did not know that anybody could even do this. That's right. Which means. Not only is he shocked at discovering there's a way to counter this and this is actually happening, but in that moment, Ozai tried to kill Zuko. His son he, that was a murder attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't work out. So that's pretty freaking big. Uh-huh. And he also realizes now Iroh's capable of this. So even uh, if he's still imprisoned, who knows, you know.
0: I mean, I, I yeah. I feel like um, Zuko could have learned this technique from someone other than Iroh. Yeah, you know Iro's like the sole... But, but, or, or the fact that he's hanging out with the Avatar and all these been I feel like there's some room... He's not yet. Oh, you're right, Duh. I am so uh, uh, mixing up oh, the it's... stories here. Yeah. Um, uh,
1: the other thing I'm so wondering yeah, is... Absolutely right. Well, we see the bars later, but now, now that I'm thinking about it, couldn't have Iroh at any point just like electrified the bars if he's a lightning bender
0: yeah.
1: as the you know like as they're unlocking it if you just yeah th- they knocks them out it's like a taser
0: you're right i feel like there's enough protocol in place to put them yeah. against this yeah you're right but yeah just have we ever seen ozai first off we don't even see him of the time until now Mm -hmm. Uh, and now that we're finally seeing him uh we're realizing that he's not this all-powerful demigod I mean just this he's really just just the dad and you know what someone's gonna have to someone can outbend him so someone can take him out yeah
1: right this is this is big
0: yeah uh last thing on the redirect is uh just a theory, a fun game. Okay, do you think Zuko redirected it with the exact amount of energy that was thrusted at him, uh, a murderous amount of energy, or that he controlled it and gave it back just enough? Yeah,
1: <laughs> he knew it's not his. Posi- it's not his role um, place to kill yeah. his father. He could yeah. have done that earlier with fire or with uh, swords.
0: Swords, yeah. Um,
1: I mean, it is weird then in that instance, but I guess he, yeah, he was able to control and shoot him enough to knock him back and give him time to escape, but not kill him. So the whole, that whole moment is just really, it's pretty uh, remarkable.
0: I also, I, I don't know if we got it in here, but he redirects and leaves before the dust settles. Like he does not... uh it's as if he has a exit strategy. I mean, more of an exit yeah. strategy that we've <laughs> seen it until now. I mean, it's uh, and and You're you right. know what? We need that leave because time's up. It's it's now clearly post eclipse. The the pacing starts to feel different. Uh, and There's we, also see it throughout. Yeah,
1: you know, we have no idea where this particular bunker is in you know in relation to the real one that Azula was in, yeah. and like you almost wonder if he would might've like crossed paths with anybody when they were, when he was making his escape or not, but it sounds like he does this and bolts and then we get to this next scene. So by the time this next scene ends, yeah, he might've been gone by then. It's, I don't know. It's
0: it's great, man. Uh, All right. So meanwhile, Azula realizes she has regained her firebending and escapes from Sokka and the others. She reveals her father's location, believing he could defeat them now that the eclipse is over. Sokka feels ashamed for wasting their time, but Aang thinks he could still face the Fire Lord without the eclipse. Sokka and Toph do not think it's a good idea and convince him to retreat. Aang, Sokka, and Toph return to the battle site as fleets of hot air balloons and zeppelins emerge from behind the palace and attempt to attack the invasion force. Zuko attempts to free Iroh from prison but discovers that Iroh's already busted out of his cell and is long gone, leaving behind dazed and unconscious guards. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, we'll go one at a time as we mm-hmm. do. Aang still wants to fight Ozai. Uh, <sighs>
1: he's just at this point, he's not thinking clearly, and all he wants to do is not fail because he's felt because <sighs> he's, you know, he's been living with this guilt of being frozen for the entirety of this war.
0: Yeah, but like, um, I don't know. No. Man. We're, we're far enough along. We, we've had this uh, emotional conflict, and we've. I just thought we've grown enough in our journey. They, they just needed it here. Yeah. You
1: know, know, he had. He, he was frozen. Then he. Not that he failed, but because he was unable to stay with um, Guru Bhattak, he made himself very vulnerable. In that moment, uh, at the in the crystal chambers at the Earth Kingdom, I'm mm-hmm. um, Bossing say, and then here this is happening again, and he must feel like, no, I can't, I you know, I, he's also had to spend weeks or however long it's been months, you know, preparing for this, with everybody thinking he's dead and the world thinking he abandoned them, so that's another sort of defeat in his mind anyway. Um, so- it's just at this point, it's all his pride. Um, and thank yeah. God, the others are there to talk him out of it.
0: Uh, I, I I like that it wasn't Katara mothering him out of it, like we normally see. I think Toph was mm-hmm. the one. I mean, both Toph and Sokka, but Toph was the stronger one there,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: as she is in most cases. Uh, but the yeah, it's and then we see these uh, the the air balloon, the, the Fire Nation or Fire Nation Air Force. Uh, mm-hmm. We recognize these balloons from the uh, mechanist machinist, and uh, then we are reminded of the freedom fighters. Who we haven't really seen these ep- this episode yet. Yeah, well, not jets. Yeah. Freedom fighters, the the ragtag uh, gang here.
1: Yes, and um, yeah, those those at the northern uh, air temple. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not only do we have those those balloons, but then behind them, those zeppelins. We see the Fire Nation has taken that idea and advanced it significantly with those massive Zeppelins, which look like they're, they almost look like they're um, made out of like a metal or a steel, which is mm. nuts. Cause I don't know, well, I, I, you know what? Maybe Zeppelins were also, yeah, of course. Um, that's just crazy, what do you think about that? That that yeah. kind of material is just floating in the air. Oh. Um,
0: yeah, it is technology. Um, yeah,
1: without jet propulsion.
0: Uh, absolutely. Meanwhile, well, Iroh, have we talked about Iro? No. Uh, Iro is nowhere oh, to be yeah. seen. Like yeah. the, the frantic yeah. pace that Zuko, he knows his time's up. The clock is ticking. He just counter-bended the lightning mm-hmm. at the Fire Lord. He uses a GTFO, but he has to make one stop and that's in Zuko. Uh, Iroh, so. Yeah. yeah, I hope I got my idea across. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, first off, the, the, the fact that he's willing to do this and that he's doing this. And then, second, that what, what we find is yes, Jacked Iro managed to escape. The, the, the rubber, or not the rubber, the, the, the metal has been bent off the cell.
1: Yeah. Ugh. It's unbelievable. Um, you wonder what happened. All you know is that Iro was getting jacked. Um, and he gave that one guard a warning to not be there, and yes. could see he clearly took it and wasn't mm-hmm. there. Um, and that he just went completely just beast mode <laughs> and broke himself out. Now Zuko would be able to get there because everybody else is occupied by this invasion. Right, so be not hard for him to bolt, you know, to get to that area. You, you know, know, there's a, an entire guards
0: should be chasing him. Yeah. Well, not if,
1: I mean, if everyone's now, you know, with their bending back over at this place or they're scattered in, you know, the capital cities, I, I don't know, but um, it makes sense why Zuko would not be apprehended or anything, you know, be able to just get right there and then still get out.
0: I guess um,
1: I do wonder the story behind, like if there was just extra, you know, a surplus of those air balloons, we'll get to it later. Yeah. Um, how he managed to get one.
0: So let's get there. Uh, We find Aang and Katara who are attempting to stop the fleet of airships, but realize that they're outmatched. The airships obliterate the submarines, thus making the invasion teams escape impossible. Hakoda tells Aang and the younger fighters to flee while the adults remain behind to be taken as prisoners. After saying their goodbyes, the rest of the gang, along with Haru, Teo, Pipsqueak, and the Duke, get onto Appa. As they rise into the air, Ang states that the Western Air Temple will be a safe place for them to stay for a while. Azula watches from one of the airships as the group escapes, but she chooses not to pursue them. That they will have to return someday. Soon after, we see Zuko following Appa on a hot air balloon, determination on his face. Hey, love this ending. Yes. Well the Zuko
1: part. Uh, the Zuko part. Yeah. Let's let's go back a little. And
0: guitar uh, balloons. I mean, it, it's it's clear it was a nice idea. They they wipe out with a little water whip and air slice while uh, Sokka and Toph lead the exit.
1: I mean you almost wonder why they even bothered with the war balloons when they had those Zeppelins with firepower already. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe it was just so they could rub it in Sokka <laughs> and, and the McKinnist's face. Be. Could be um you know look the, this whole thing at the dock with their boats again the reason why they had to come up for air isn't because the submarine would just like well i you know it was activated by water bending, but that they that the people needed oxygen if there's no one in the submarines why wouldn't they just put them underwater like they made it so easy for them to be destroyed and then for our heroes to not realize right away you know to be like why are they going to the beach you know it was probably more for the audience's yeah um know-how but uh
0: totally. you know it's just
1: a tragic moment and again it's like there were these moments where this could have been avoided you know katara multiple times i think had stated hey let's retreat especially when she saw Aang and found out that it was abandoned and this is a trap let's retreat we yeah. won't really have a chance later and they're like no we're so close and
0: at and the beginning
1: dad, she wanted to
0: retreat she was suggesting
1: yeah. Like yeah. when Aang first got there, um, it, it, we, we hear Hakoda say, you know, we've never been this close and that's something not really uh, not enough. <laughs> getting, getting captured, getting completely, you know, hoodwinked, um, trapped all of your cool new technology and, you know, battle stuff has been wiped All the, you know, everything that you can bring to another potential attack is now gone because you're going to be imprisoned, um, hopefully, and not just like murdered for invading the capital. Um, It's just very fishy. Um, And you just feel bad that all they could do is keep, is save the kids. Um,
0: (sighs) This moment at the end, it's a little uh, Sophie's Choice that... uh, (laughs) You know, half the gang's gonna escape on APA while the rest surrender. I don't know. You can put more on Appa. <laughs> it's uh, I wonder. I know. You know,
1: yeah. I'd 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 bring Hakoda, um yeah, and but like just bring the military men. Um, although I'm not gonna lie, yes.
0: yeah.
1: Pip squeak and the Duke. I forget which oh Pip Squeak probably added quite a bit and if they weren't bringing them yeah maybe they could have fit more i don't know yeah
0: i mean i think it was done to raise the stakes like now you yeah. really really have to win that's a nice uh, thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah uh he thanks the soldiers for their sacrifice see that was another yeah. good thing here he he yeah. has this he's like a general like He's actually stepping up and leading now, which mm-hmm. uh, we hadn't seen. And he says, I'm going to make it up to you, as if he doesn't carry enough weight on his shoulder. He's adding right. this. Why not? Absolutely. And, uh, they fly on up to the Western Air Temple, which is like a, a safe space to chill for a while. Why not have spent more time there in the build-up to this... Uh, how far away is this temple? Uh,
1: That's a good point. Yeah, um, plan a better invasion. Well, they went to where they went because of the way that it was surrounded by water and okay. their water true, tribe true. counterparts were sailing there to them they couldn't really do that at the western air temple at all
0: yep, that makes um
1: sense. in fact unless you're flying you can't get there but we'll find that out soon um, um and then the best the best shot the you could best. possibly imagine of zuko on his way and yeah. and hoping to fulfill what his destiny having what he now knows his destiny is yeah
0: He's defied his nation. He has, uh, if he wasn't enemy number one as banished prince, he's enemy number one to ten. Like, I mean, he uh, he is Bin Laden. <laughs> they to need him. I mean, yeah,
1: he's, of course. He's, you know, yeah. he's uh, he's a hero. They're they're just he's actually doing yep. what bad example is, what he <laughs> believes is right for the Fire Nation. Yeah, um, but in terms of this. You know, it, it, it's almost like a proud German going to help the Allies. Yeah, let's, let's find an opposite of Hitler and the Nazis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, uh, it's wonderful. And just that, that look of, it's not just determination, but it's this like look of, of fulfillment and enthusiasm. And for the first time, you know, he's, he's doing what he was always meant to do.
0: Yep. Um, yeah, he's defied his nation and he knows it, it, it's just an amazing thing. I can't wait to see him do what he's going to do. And with that, we wrap up the Day of Black Sun Part 2, The Eclipse. Ooh. Finally, we, the day we've all been waiting for has come. Uh, thoughts? Things we missed?
1: Um. All right, we are heading into the final stretch here well, of episodes now, um, and they are, they are great. They're killers,
0: um, all of them are great. Yeah,
1: every last one. I cannot wait for us to get there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, look, this was really all about Zuko's revelation. Mm. I mean, his turn to to the good side of the Force, mm-hmm. um, or the light side. It, it's it's just this is it. He is now going to try and become the final member to complete Team Avatar, um, and it's just going to be wonderful to see what happens. It's tragic what happened to our, you know, Team Avatar's allies here, but bottom line, at least they all, at least they all got out unharmed. Um, they're a little more familiar with the capital city, true, and uh, you know, ultimately, I think it's it's going to work in their in their favor of finally. Not only is Zuko on his way to help as a um, as, as a wise and prince of the Fire Nation, but as a Firebender.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, obviously the Zuko is the love part, and the uh, gang part is the, I, I guess part. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I mean, we, we we'd like to think that they were smart enough to know that it was all a trap. Um, yeah, and then maybe they it. could have figured it out. Maybe they couldn't have. Uh, I, I, you know, this crew here. I like that we're uh, tying in all these little pieces of the universe with this uh, Haru and Smellerby and all these uh, side characters. Uh, but just uh, you know, little little good moments. The uh, Azula, not you. Toff can't lie, detect Azula was uh, pretty cool. Yeah. And nice. Uh, yeah. Zuka. Zuko, Zuko.
1: I also realized that this is, you know, there have been parallels to Star Wars throughout this entire show. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a parallel to Return of the Jedi when mm-hmm. a ragtag group of rebels near the end of the film go thinking that the shields have been disabled and plan an attack and they realize you know famously it's a trap it's a trap akbar of course yeah of course there it's it's very near the end and here we've still got half of season three but (laughs) at the same time it's magnificent it's it's always fun to find those uh where do we
0: go from here i mean that we know that our two heroes are gonna finally link up but like I mean, I guess they're just going to Western Air Temple to regroup. It's kind of hard to uh, ignore what we all know is coming. Mm -hmm. But we can uh, only wonder what sort of strategy or path forward they would have come up with if not for the inevitable.
1: Honestly, outside of uh, Zhang Zhang, I don't know.
0: uh, Maybe an Iroh, an escaped Iroh could have certainly given some good lessons.
1: We'll have to Uh, find
0: out. And that wraps
1: up another episode of the Boys in the Iceberg. Woo! Well, be sure to follow the Boys in the Iceberg on Instagram and Twitter. And you could find our podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and pretty much wherever podcasts can be found.
0: Thank you for listening. Good night. Flamio Hotman.